Here we go, Incendiary Radio on the Republic Broadcasting Network, May 7th, 2023. And we've uh, got quite an acceleration of events over the past week, haven't we? So, banking systems failing. We've got all kinds of... uh, Incidents, mass casualty incidents. We've got this subway event that happened in New York City. We've got Bakhmut allegedly totally just lit on fire with incendiary devices by Russia after the head of the Wagner group. Threat, he's pulling his guys out, etc., etc. I mean, um, 
Gonzalo Lira arrested by the Ukrainian security services. The insanity at the border. This little rundown of some folks, allegedly. And I use that term very loosely. You got the coronation of Queen Charles. On five six two zero two three, five and six is eleven. Plus two is thirteen. Plus another two is fifteen. Plus that three is an eighteen. Got a nice eighteen there. A six six six. Mister Producer, if you get clip eleven ready, you might as well start with Queen Charles. Go ahead and roll that one. It's it's a BitChute video, so it's probably taking a second to load. They have, BitChute has some issues. Um, a lot of good material on there, but from time to time, it down there. Yeah, so he's going to let me know when that one's ready to go. He had to refresh. And it gets stuck on my system quite a bit when I'm, um, you know, dealing with this, uh, trying to find videos and so forth. So <sighs> let's talk about Elon Musk and this big article on Zero Hedge that dropped um, where he's tweeting at people and so forth. So Twitter CEO Elon Musk on Saturday, yesterday, questioned why the media represents, quote-unquote, the real situation when it comes to interracial violence to such an extreme degree. All right, go ahead. We'll get back to this. Go ahead and play the Queen Charles. One of my journalist sources is proven to be extremely accurate. Uh, uh, hold on a minute. That one's not right. Uh I'm I'm wrong. That was 13. I'm sorry, Mr. Producer. Yeah. The UK is doomed as millions watched the coronation of Prince Charles. It's been a long road since the murder of Diana. Charles has been waiting a long time for this. And here it is on the triple sixth day of the month. Six months, six weeks, and six days since the funeral of Queen Elizabeth on September 19th, 2022. What a day that was. But they come back like a virus, like a pest, like a plague. They come back, and you can see the other ones lining up to take his place. It'll never end. This slavery that we find ourselves in will never end. Here is Charles dressed as a Christmas tree as people are starving, as the UK crumbles due to immigration and crime and inflation. What a day for a coronation. Look at all of these rent boys. Look at all of these cult members. And behind the scenes, it's like... Eyes wide shut. Check out this grim reaper that goes by. Have you seen this video? 
nothing but cult members, nothing but pedophiles. It's too, it's too bad that Epstein wasn't there because that really would have just been the cherry on top. Having Epstein there on top of every other pedophile that's present in this coronation. And they dared do this in a church singing hymns as these devil worshippers basically crown themselves in this most pompous display of aristocracy and tyranny the world has ever known. The UK is probably the most diabolical country on earth right now. Every year they celebrate the statues of Gog and Magog, the armies of the devil. That's what the UK represents as it pushes us towards World War III. Their propaganda against the Russians is renowned. And if there is going to be a World War III, it's the British that pretty much brought us there behind the scenes. It's the British intelligence, the Russia dossier, and the like. These people are pure evil, filth, disgusting to say the least. And of course they pick the sixth day of the month to crown their prince, their dark prince. All right, you can stop it there. To rule now, over. Now, look, there's a lot of people in Christian identity circles, British Israelism circles, and so forth, that, you know, they look at the British throne as King David's throne, and I get that. And that doesn't mean the occupier, you know... The, there was just what last week there were all these articles floating around how Charles is the proud claimant to be Prophet Muhammad's uh, 26th great grandson or whatever, 26, you know. So they 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 do that in order because they know how large the Muslim population of England is, and so and you know throughout the writings of sunnas and so forth and hadiths that there the prophet muhammad was a white man with red hair etc etc i think i might have mentioned that last week but um i saw the the throne there with the stone under it allegedly the stone of scone jacob's pillar stone the stone of destiny so forth and so on um, the leah fail what they call it and um, you know think about this um, Trump was saying it was such an embarrassment for Biden not to go blah 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 you know we this whole thing with the American Revolution and I know a lot of people believe it was fake and uh, it was never We've never truly broken away from Britain. It was all back-channel law skullduggery that we're all still part of the Commonwealth and all that good stuff. And I mean, there's so much floating around out here right now about devolution and the continuity of government and all of this stuff. 
and we're going to cover that shortly. But I started this article about the Musk. This this has exploded. I mean, it was hundreds of thousands of views already on Zero Hedge. Um, and so odd. Why would the media represent the real situation to such an extreme degree? Talking about you know interracial violent crime, and so you've got you've got this graph here where the black on white crime approaches six hundred thousand. And this was in twenty eighteen. Black on Hispanic, 112,000. White on black, 59,000. White on Hispanic, 207,000. Hispanic on white, 365,000. Hispanic on black, 44,000. Now, these numbers are very crazy because you can see the the white genocide agenda here very stark in a stark fashion 365,000 and some change Hispanic on white and 550,000 damn near um, black on white and then there's a little there's a little movie camera which means the media which focuses on the white on black okay um, the media's lies are getting innocent people killed and maybe inciting more any white violence than ever well that's part of the Zio white genocide agenda okay and elements in the vatican II church are definitely involved in this as well especially with this border situation all of these everywhere you see there are catholic fingerprints in a lot of this stuff due to the fact that these most of these people coming in are latino Many of them come from Catholic cultures, and so, but don't get me wrong, there's people coming in this country from all parts of Africa, and East and Southeast Asia, and so forth. I mean, it's it's basically a free-for-all down there at the border, are all coming through, and these cartels and so forth. Um, are having a field day, but you know, um, so you got Elon Musk answering all these different people's tweets with various responses, like interesting, interesting, and so forth. Um, and you know, Twitter was used in the past to incite anti-white hatred. Twitter under Musk is actually countering hate hoaxes and information disinformation, including the media's lies about Jordan Neely. Now, this is that crazy guy that gets choked out on the subway. Now I wanted to cover that, but it's good that you see in this on Twitter where people can at least fight this out a bit instead of just total one dimensional censorship and, and Whitey gets demonized without being able to completely defend himself. Okay. So I'm looking at the photos and this is on a hundred percent fed up of this Jordan Neely incident with this, um, with this, um, Marines, quote unquote, okay, and his name's Penny, okay, Daniel J. Penny, and he's, he allegedly left the service in June of 2021. He served in the 1st Battalion, 2nd Marines. Now, that's a infantry unit, all right? So he's allegedly served for four years and received seven medals, and he left the service in 2021. Um, 
Now, if you look at some of these photos with with this pen, miss, this Marine named Penny and then these two other guys, and I'm looking at it on the 100% fed up, Marine vet who put Jordan Neely in fatal chokehold is formally identified as a decorated sergeant. If you'll see all three of these guys that are around him, they're all wearing backpacks, and they all appear military age, it just and look, I could be totally off base here, but something strikes me as strange. Um, it it strikes me as these three guys could could be sheep dipped and be doing something. I don't know. It just looking at the three guys that were around him. It just it just strikes me as strange. And then these classic photos, like with the white guy with his with his arms around him in a, in a chokehold, and then the the look on the guy's face as he's in the chokehold, it just rings strange to me. And and it, and I could be totally wrong. And don't you know? I'm just saying how I'm gut reaction looking at it because we're seeing all these operations going down and I'm not saying this is one of them and I'm not saying it's not but something something rings strange okay now Mr. Producer if you would get that clip 11 ready back I'm sorry the one when I uh, wrongly told you to play now this was Alex Jones as he let in his broadcast today and and this is about the cartel activity. You know, you just had this Cleveland, Texas shooting that went on where this guy kills these kids and all this stuff. And now you just had this mall shooting and that now you just had this uh, vehicle thing that happened. Okay, so let's just listen to what um, Alex and then Pete brings on Pete Santilli. And we'll play these two little parts here go ahead and play the first part of clip 11 one of my journalist sources is proven to be extremely accurate started calling me desperately yesterday morning before the attack in dallas and he said i'm authorized to tell you off record and name names the name of the intelligence officer who gave him this information but he said do not go to shopping malls or grocery stores that the two largest drug cartels have not worked together in more than 20 years have made a deal and are working with the Biden administration to launch terror attacks inside the United States using operatives where they'll kidnap their mother or their son or their daughter and say, if you don't run people over, if you don't go shoot people, we're going to kill your sister, your daughter, your mother, your father. Hours later, what the source told us was imminent happened. The source started calling our other source Friday night. He didn't talk to him until 1030 in the morning. He checked his phone record. This happened, what, 1.32 p.m. in the afternoon. Uh, so that, that's powerful. And it, and it fits into the whole picture. Uh, Biden said there's no crisis at the border for two and a half years. He said surge the border, out of control crime, out of control murder. Now, as the border completely collapses and up to 80,000 people are set to come across on Thursday when Title 42 expires in El Paso alone, suddenly they... They, oh my gosh, it's a giant crisis. And, and, and here's how it's going to work, according to the sources, and I, I agree with their analysis. They activate the cartels that do this stuff every few minutes in Mexico, every few hours. 
They rule by terror. They start shooting people, bombing people, running people over through their operatives. And then Biden comes and says, oh, my gosh, we've got to take the Second Amendment and I will secure the border and I'll bring in a new title. This is footage this morning in Brownsville uh, of a food truck being ransacked. And then let's move it to 2648, that other time stamp I gave you. So we're looking at this is what, you know, the narrative coming out of, you know, Alex Jones, the sector is that now the cartels are running operations uh, to cause uh, an either further crisis <clears throat> at the border. So not only do you have these overwhelming numbers, but now you're going to have these mass casualty events happening um, subsequently around as the, uh, the floods of people start moving their way across the border. Now let's go ahead and listen to that second part. Go ahead and play that. Originally, when the report came from an insider that was actually in the room, as they say, but at the compound, where an unprecedented meeting took place, where the Gulf cartel and the Sinaloa cartel got together. Why is it unprecedented? Well, rival cartels don't typically get together to plan events. They're against each other. They're they're killing each other. But um, it was actually about a, a week and a half or so ago when that meeting took place. A call went to uh, my source, and um, uh, he found it to be unbelievable, but uh, really didn't take it as seriously as it should have been. But he got a call, uh, I think it was on uh, Friday night in advance, telling him. Uh, now, this wasn't supposed to come forward. I had to actually ask because it's such it's a matter of such high public importance. This is a terroristic event. Um, so I said, we need to make this stuff. By the way, let me public. just back you up. This yeah. is so bad. That I'm, I, I had meetings two weeks ago with top federal officials. I mean, people would know who they are, I said. So, so I mean, that's right. how concerned they are, telling me basically lawlessness yeah. is about to break out. The cartels are about to attack. It so is. so it's, it, they didn't go as far as you were with the specifics. They just said, what can you do? We're calling everyone. And I said, I, I, so, so, I mean, we're not yeah, making this there, up. There was a, there, there was a, 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 a warning to, to my source who uh, essentially was told, uh, you need to have full situational awareness. Uh, level 10, you know, keep your head on a swivel. Don't go to grocery stores. And this person is not down on the border. Uh, they were planning uh, to launch major events, mass casualty events, uh, and then basically blame it on this mass migration that's taking place to stop the Title 42 because the cartels have tens of billions, if not hundreds of billions of dollars at stake. Now, of course, we know who is behind that, allowing it, uh, the regime that's in place. Obama, you know, two, three, four point. And obviously, they, right, they, so they, they knew the there. cartels would do. Um, so basically, the the crux of it is of the narrative that Santilli and them are, are crafting is that the cartels do not really want this uh, Title Forty Two to expire. They want people to be. They want it at least semi harder to get into the country so they can make their money. Um, running these humans into the United States, the the thousands of dollars. You know, we've seen all these videos over the last week of some of these sheriffs and stuff. Oh, it's if you're if you're a Chinese, it's so many thousands. If you're Mexican, it's so many thousands. If you're African, blah 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 blah. So 
you know, you you've got a lot of money at stake from the cartel's point of view. If you just if you just drop the border and let these people in, then they're not going to make their money per head, it, and it's very lucrative and so forth and so on. So that's the kind of uh, let's just say angle that you're seeing, um, you know, float around here with this chaos you know in texas uh, with these shootings and now you've got this this vehicle thing and so they're putting out there the kind of uh, that going to the grocery store is dangerous and uh, any kind of public events and so forth so hey with what's happening in the financial sector on top of the lawlessness in the streets already just through uh, Americans, especially in the urban communities. I mean, you, I'm, I'm driving over here today from my mom's house to where I'm at now. And I almost got hit a couple times. <laughs> I mean, people are driving that aggressively that, I mean, the, the, the feeling I got stuck in a big traffic jam out on one of the, one of the big highways out here too earlier, the aggressive nature of people towards each other right now. Um, it's like ruthlessness is abounding, you know, where it talks about in that prophecy in the Bible where it talks about, um, and the last days perilous times will, will come. And it talks about um, people being lovers of their own self haughty and high-minded and all this stuff you're seeing it there's a spirit in the air right now of uh, just um and it's the big one is without natural affection okay natural affection is just like you know human to human human towards animals look at the mistreatment of animals right now and just the, the callousness out on these streets of of the, the generation roaming like freaking packs of hyenas out here. And so, uh, very, very crazy. So let me see here. I wanted to get this in. Um, Mr. Producer, get clip two ready. And something, something's, you, you're reading all these articles about people trying, trying to goad the rush, you know, our side, not our side, but our controller's side, trying to goad the Russians into some sort of a tactical nuke strike of some sort. Let's roll clip two. This is Dabu 7. For some time, they've been telegraphing some kind of big event coming out of Ukraine. I've covered in separate videos even how the Chinese rover pick has a mushroom cloud on it that shouldn't be there, and it's coming out of this region between Ukraine and Moscow. And they are shelling in this area around this nuclear plant that at any time could turn into the next Chernobyl and cause a disaster in this region. Now, not only are they back to shelling in this region, but the United States has put out these mysterious radiation sensors. They're said to be put there to detect nuclear blasts or the radiation from some sort of an event. 
This going into motion is raising eyebrows because some are saying, okay, something big is about to happen. Now, there's all this talk of this spring counteroffensive that Ukraine's supposed to be launching, and it just seems so ridiculous to me out here how you would tell the whole world what you're going to do and when with all, all these right, go moves. Ahead, but stop it there. So these radiation sensors and blah, 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 blah. Uh, very, very fascinating. You know, there's unfortunately um, many of us are going to um, experience <sighs> some, ser- you know, serious hard times are coming. And I don't know if any of us are going to be able to escape it, but, you know, I've always talked about those of us that are in these places, um, we're probably dead meat and people out in the rural areas where people look like you and things of that nature, they're going to be, it's going to be much you know, better for them, especially if you've got a bunch of like, um, you know, people that live that I semi know how to live off the land, hunt, uh, have infrastructure in place to survive the grid going down, and so forth and so on. Um, something huge is about to happen, and everybody can feel it. See you on the other side of the break. truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network real news real talk real people because you can handle the truth hey there are you gonna wait till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift what in the world is an ease off drop and lift Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. 
you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Network. Support the network, folks, if you can. Um, you can find the archives at the RBN Archives page, or you can find it on hoolisblog.blogspot.com. He always posts my archives. And it goes into the Internet Archive. And you, I really have to thank him for that, man, because he's got my shows going all the way back to 2015 in there. Um and heck, I've lost the first probably year of the show. Some stuff happened back when uh, with the computers at the network, and I, you know, so I've I've lost some of my broadcasts from 2014 on. Um, now I'm on this website, United Twenty Four, 
Okay, if you want to post this in the chat, u24.gov.ua, u24.gov.ua, audited by Deloitte, official fundraising platform of Ukraine. Allegedly, $328 million have already um, been in there. B- Uber, uh, their supporters, Uber, Balenciaga, oh, the scandal from Balenciaga, Schneider Electric, Ajax, Grammarly, Deloitte, SkyUp Airlines, AWT. Um, you can, there's a lot to read here and, and about uh, rebuilding the Ukraine and so forth. Mr. Producer, if you get clip four queued up, United 24, and I heard this uh, on Maria Z was talking about it. Uh, very, very fascinating. Remember Kazaria 2.0 when you're listening to this. Go ahead and uh, play clip four. Let's look eight years ahead. 2030. The history of the new Ukraine is studied all over the globe. Why? Because Ukraine became the most digital and convenient country in the world. Scripts have replaced bureaucrats. 500,000 former public servants are successfully integrated in the new economy. No more red tape, but paperless. No more banknotes, but cashless. Yes, we became the first country to abandon paper money. Ukraine now has the best tax system for the IT industry and the most affordable e-residency. Thanks to Ukrainian engineers and programmers, the R&D centers of the world's top technology companies operate successfully, and Ukraine ranks first in the world by the number of startups per capita. Ukrainian courts are guided by artificial intelligence, and all notarial acts take place online. Ukrainian customs is fully automatic and the fastest in the world. Customs clearance and car registration can now be done in three clicks from your smartphone. Because of war and internal migration, we have built the most flexible and modern digital education. Brave military and civilians get quality treatment with modern remote monitoring and e-health systems. Ukraine also has the most effective cyber defense in the world. After the horrors of 2022, Ukraine focused on security systems. Now every production facility has its air defense system, and the sleep of Ukrainians is protected by an ultra-modern iron dome. The Ukrainian government is digital, more like an IT company in terms of the efficiency of implementing decisions. And one can register a land plot, start construction, open a business, or get a license. All right, we'll we'll end it about there. So the Ukrainian government, all of their services are digital. In fact, they're getting rid of bureaucracy, getting rid of most politicians. And all of this fundraising, you know, the, the platform that I'm talking about is United24. On their website, it officially says the platform allows one-click donations to Ukraine from anywhere. Why is this so important? Because Ukraine itself knows best what is needed and can deliver it directly. But they're saying that their their mission is to unite the world around supporting Ukraine to protect, save, and rebuild. And you just heard it, the first fully uh, cashless, uh, you know, uh, digital country in the world. They are bankrupting all of us to fund the New World Order capital, which they say they want ready by 2030. They're saying Ukraine's going to be the first country to completely abandon paper money. So, I mean, th- this this video is twofold. It shows you, number one, the reason why you're being bankrupted in the name of democracy uh, and number two, what the vision is for every single country based on the Ukraine model of, you know, that's going to be rebuilt. 
So all right, you can stop very, it there. Very... That that really fits into Rebbe Schneerson and uh, some of these other thinkers when they were talking about. Um, and remember, Tex Mars, hell, nine years ago, the serpent people returned to Ukraine. Very fascinating. Um, I mean, <laughs> mind blowing. So they've got a plan. So I want to get this out here. If you want to, if you guys want to take, start taking a look at this. The documents.info. Okay, so our boy David over at X22 had this kid on, Derek Johnson, okay? 1776 Nation, okay? Has them on. And then Mr. Producer, just clip three, have that one ready. And I listened to it, and it's basically a, it's, Completely constructed kind of around the Q narrative and the devolution narrative and really into the – and I'll just read you some some of the, the documents here. Um, outline of the blueprint, the short outline of the blueprint. New military occupancy 2016. That's why in 2022 and 2023, looking back on two, 2017 to 2021, the military and constitution re- regulated inauguration, covert operation, what's really happening in Ukraine, optics 101, hindsight is 2020, military aircraft operations and optics and aircraft um, operations continued. So the documents.info. It's 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 an entire narrative crafted that Trump is still here in a continuity of government um, system. Biden and Harris and the entire administration is basically fake and they're all under military continuity of government operations ongoing and I'm just going to let this play for just a little bit to give you some flavor. Um, but there, there's a whole wing of people in our realm that are still like true believers that this is what's going on. Now, would I, you know, then this is a long chess game and this had to play out the way it did because the people were so asleep, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that um, they had to run this long game operation to awaken the people um, and to avoid is, you know, like millions dead and you're just going to have, you know, so many hundred thousands collateral damage dead and, and so forth. And then I'm going to kind of go to the other side and be like, really kind of argue against it. But go ahead and play clip three. Links at the bottom of the video. And I am very happy and honored to have Derek on the X-22 Report Spotlight. Derek, welcome to the Spotlight. Well, thank you for having me. What an honor to be here. 
Hey, thank you for being here. And I was reading through all your documents that uh, you have on the documents.info, and you're talking about a covert operation that was put into place by Trump and the military. And I, I wanted to start off with you just giving us a little introduction of what you think is happening, how this got started, and is the military part of the government or are they separate from the government? Well, yeah, we'll, st- we'll start. I always start with the history first. Um, the military is separate from the government. Um, and our founders uh, made it that way. Um, and, you know, that's a little bit about no. But uh, just real quick, you know, the Army, uh, June 14th, 1775, the very first uh, 69, sort of 69 war articles, which I call the first military law, which it was, uh, came 16 days later, June 30th, 1775. Uh, then you had the uh, the Navy came next, October 13th, 1775. Then the Marine Corps, November the 10th. 1775, and then the very first flag, which was the Grand Union flag, December the 3rd, 1775. And I try to show people those all came long before the Declaration of Independence. They came before the Articles of Confederation and also the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Um, and so, you know, I don't think our founders ever thought we'd probably get to this point. Um, they probably always thought people would uh, hold on to those and cherish those. And understand, you know, shall not be infringed and things of that nature and what those stood for. But um, here we are. Um, and then what proves that one step further, um, I have a little chronological order uh, where I show how, you know, all points of history. If you look back on history, you look back on any kind of war or any kind of stance. Uh, when you look back, there's always like a, a line drawn in the sand. Now, the Alamo in Texas actually had a line drawn in the sand by William Barrett Travis. So there was actually a guy who drug his foot across dirt and stuff across this line. But all throughout history, it's always been a line. Um, and so when we get down the road, which we're seven years into this operation, uh, but when you look back in history, when this is all revealed, people are going to see where the line was actually drawn was actually in 2016. Um, but right before it, it's very, very uh, important for people to know the, uh, the kind of, I call it a little blueprint. Um, of the laws and orders put into place and the ones that they're operating off of right now. The Law of War Manual was reissued June 12, 2015. The Law of War Manual is basically the Department of Defense's War Manual. Um, and that's where the federal lawyers and military lawyers, they took all the Law of War Manuals from Germany, Canada, Australia, and Great Britain. Plus, paired that with the strengths and all the strengths of those as well, the strengths of the Libra Code of 1863, the Geneva Conventions, the Hague Conventions, and the Nuremberg Trials. Now, that's all in the preface of the new Law War Manual. It's what, not like I cherry-pick those. Um, and then four days later, President Trump rolls down the famous escalator, uh, just four days after that was reissued, and announces his candidacy for 2016. Now, pairing that with everything, did you have the Military Justice Act. The Military Justice Act was written in 2016. It wasn't passed until the 2017 National Defense Authorization Act. But if you go read it, click on the link, it actually says August 2020 on the little uh, header up there under the title of it. But the key thing with that was it was written in 2016, and it was the United States Supreme Court clarifying that military laws, courts, and personnel are separate from civil laws, courts, and personnel right before they went into a cog. And then what also showed someone like me, um, I had a lot of great uncles and my grandfathers that served in the military. 
And I had a grand, my other grandfather was a merchant marine. And I always listened to them growing up. I used to listen to their conversations. And I listened to my dad, who's an Air Force veteran. My uncle was an Air Force veteran. Korea, my dad, early Vietnam. I'd hear them talk to their friends. Um, and there was this quote-unquote conspiracy theory uh, that people coined a conspiracy theory where 200 generals said, never again will we let happen in this country what happened under JFK. If we ever have a chance to take it over, we are going to throw a coup d'etat. We're going to take it over, as the Declaration of Independence specifically says we can do, and reset it on its foundation. All right, so that was what they call the conspiracy theory for years. Well, President Trump on the campaign trail of 2016 specifically said one night when Jeb Bush posed a question. People have to remember, there was a bunch of Republicans on stage for a reason. They put a bunch of candidates up there for a reason. They were all well-known candidates. And Jeb Bush asked the question, who's going to vote for you? Who's going to back you? And who's going to support you? And President Trump, then candidate Trump, looked over to the moderator and said, well, that's a loaded question. And if this moderator give me time, I'll answer that for you. And so he said, who's going to vote for me? One, the American people are tired of BS politicians like you. Every single one of you get on this stage. You tell the American people what they want to hear, and you never back it up. That's who's going to vote for me. Who's going to back me? Who's going to support me? I have over 200 generals backing me right now. And so he went on to say later that night, separate time, that never again will be voiced to the public what's going on with our military. Because if you find out, guess who else finds out? If you want to know, you can join. Um, so he said that. There was a lot of things he said, but those two things were very big for me. Um, and then knowing our World War II history. All along the way, President Trump dropped a bunch of rhetoric around World War II, Pearl Harbor, Roosevelt, FDR, all kinds of things. All along the way, it was World War II, World War II, World War II. Matter of fact, an article came out yesterday, um, and it was all about World War II, World War II, World War II. So there's a lot of stuff still coming out that's painting back to that. Um, and that's where the very key laws and orders that are coming, that are in this operation, that's where they come from. And President Trump says, if they're going to investigate me, they got to investigate every president before me immediately. These are the main laws and orders, because 95% of laws and orders he's using, he didn't write or pass. Um, and then the other thing that shows this very, very well uh, are the federal continuity directives. Um, so I'd be happy to break all those down. So let me just go back a little bit. So there are 200 generals. Did they approach Trump? I do, you know, and of course to specify that, that 200 general comment, that wasn't 200 generals in the past where they were all in collective room. That was just people who had heard generals throughout the past, you know, past um, saying that. And it had to be the perfect opportunity. Everything has to fall in line. Um, and then also you have to know that, you know, you, get, you can't have 200 say that and then only five commit to it or 10 commit to it. Plus, more than that, it'd be more than 200 generals. 200 just be a minimum, right? Um, and then also, to clarify one other thing, when people hear 200 generals, they hear individuals. When a military personnel hears 200 generals, we hear the general and their divisions all the way down to the lowest level private. Um, so they clarify that. But, yeah, I believe they did. And uh, all signs point that way um, because of what's happened and also the capacity of what it's happened in. Um, and the laws and orders that have been in place, he's he's actually acting as a commander in chief, not a president, uh, which are two separate titles. 
two separate roles, two separate duties, obligations, and laws. Um, and um, and there's things he put in place that separated that, where he stepped over into the commander uh, spot. And uh, that's just part of knowing those laws. And All right, go ahead and stop it there. So, and it goes further and further. You know, it goes on for like 15 minutes. You can find that. Derek Johnson, you can find all this stuff at the documents.info, and it it really parallels the Q, you know, the plan to save the world stuff, all that. You know, I covered that when it all kind of dropped. And it's been still here, and a lot of people are holding fast to it. But at the same time, you've got that going on, and I know the Pentagon is huge and the retiree general retired generals are huge. And Obama ran out, what, over a couple hundred flag level officers um, during his tenure. Uh, that was a huge story back there in, in Obama's um, uh, supposed presidential terms to where all of these military leaders were purged for what most people thought was their unwillingness to attempt to disarm the American population was the huge one. Probably some of the other stuff was uh, Libya and, and, you know, this, the Syria and this sort of stuff. Um, you know, there's articles floating around right now about, you know, once again, coming up back into circulation about, you know, how what a what a terrible thing that's happened to Libya and the retrograde nature of what's happened there with 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 chattel slavery coming back and just rape and pillage and you know fratricide and everything else that you know that 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 Libya does devolved into now uh Think about DARPA, though, and think about its relationship with pharma and warp speed and all of this. And so this is what makes me uncomfortable is the – at one moment, the military and the COG operations are going on, but at the same time, they run this – there's people actually saying that the pandemic – operation was run as part of this larger benevolent plan that's in place and it's running you know you got all these operations going on right now simultaneously and it just had to be this way to run this um psyop on the american people and you know more than just a psyop a a physical op to where people are taking these injections and dying and mass numbers and and think about this the they do these lockdowns and then the 5G acceleration installation happens the lockdowns are over and then you know you're getting all of this nanotech internet of bodies internet of things stuff that's been coming out drip, dripping out all this time about the 5G as really a monitoring system of uh, of all of these nanoparticles that are infecting all of us, even those of us that have refused 
to be swabbed or jabbed. Now they're just going further into other methodologies to get this stuff into our bodies. Um, Mr. Producer, get clip eight ready real quick. And this is just on the dental anesthesia angle. Go ahead and roll clip eight. Take us through your findings here. Time is limited, so I'll be brief. But I, I'm finding the same stuff in different products. The news has been going around that it's in everything. We've been hearing that all over the place. Yeah, right? we've been hearing that it's in the skies, in our chemtrails, it's in our food, it's in our plants, it's in the water. It's everywhere. That's all true. And the, the, the disappointing part for me is that all, these, all of us who have stayed away from these shots, um, now they're putting in other products that we can't avoid. So uh, I'm, I'm late in coming to this information because I want very much to not instill panic, but I don't know what else to do. And some days, too, I'm going to come on your show and give you really good news that this is not one of those days. Yeah. I, I started looking selfishly at uh, anesthetics because I was concerned and I found some weird stuff. Nothing, nothing huge. So I asked a local dentist if, if she could hook me up with some old anesthetics and I, I compared those two the old stuff didn't have it in it the new stuff did and then uh once i put that out on maria z then i got a lot of inquiries from the people here um i live in a very very unvaccinated <laughs> uh community and i so they they wanted me to start to look at this stuff and so i did and it keeps getting worse is the problem the the latest ones that i've seen the the ones with the latest expiration date are much more active, uh, same technology, different uh, rapidity in their formations, all these things. So they're, the, the answer is yes. They're putting it in absolutely everything, and the injections are especially problematic because it goes straight to the blood. So you're saying that there's nanotechnology. You can see the same self-assembling circuitry that you found in the vials of these bioweapon injections that were referred to as safe and effective vaccines, and by places like the BBC are still being pushed on the people as they... Uh, intentionally murder people. That same technology is what you're finding in these dental products that you're talking about, the, uh, specifically the anesthesia, uh, anesthesia that's that's required for a root canal or a cavity fill. That's right. And I'm assuming for outpatient surgery and those kinds of things as well. Okay. Well, I mean, so I, how to not cause good. panic and concern with reporting that, I don't know. But, you know, this is, this is Matt right, Taylor testing. There. There's the break. Um, just interesting to hear that, oh, yeah, even in the dental products, there's probably this stuff. As you're, as you're opened up and bleeding while they're tankering with your teeth and gums, what a place to insert some sort of nanotech. All right, see you on the other side.
you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs> 